Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Henry Walker, CEO of Farmers and Merchants Bank, speaking on the banking crisis. All tonight on Straight Talk. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the home of the brave. So raise the banner, call the glory, let us join our fellow man. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Long Beach Magazine. Coastal living, city style. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us tonight. Our guest this evening for the entire show is Henry Walker, the CEO of Farmers and Merchants Bank. Mr. Walker, welcome to Straight Talk. Good to be here, Art. Uh, I can't think of a more timely guest uh, with the economic meltdown that the country is experiencing and uh, the, the various bailout efforts by the, both first the Bush administration and now the Obama administration. Uh, you and your family have been uh, in banking for over 100 years. Uh, I think your great-grandfather founded the bank. He did. And then your grandfather and father, and you're the fourth walker uh, in the line here. but. Uh, uh, you and your family have such extensive experience in banking. Uh, give us your take on, on what's happening. You know, Art, it, it is a serious situation, uh, certainly, that the, uh, that the banking, banking faces and the country faces as a whole uh, in today's climate. And some of the things that have made America great have been our stability of our financial system, you know, coupled with a, with a, with a solid political system and, and, and a good justice system. And uh, certainly, our, our uh, political system and our and our and our financial system are shaken, uh, given the current economic crisis. But it has, it, it has been a long time coming. It certainly didn't happen just uh, overnight, and it, and it's a culmination of many factors that have caused you know this this current crisis uh, that we are we are faced with. Give us a few of the causes. Well. <clears throat> <laughs> we we joked a little bit, you know, when you when you think about uh, 
how far back it may go, you know, and uh, some of the things we joked about, I think, was, was it's a wonderful life, didn't we? Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, you know where, where did the banking crisis really begin? And, and, and it began with liberal credit. And uh, liberal credit uh, in my lifetime uh, was legislated in the 70s. And uh, uh, even though I was not a professional banking at the time, I was a, I was a high school student. I remember those days. And I remember You're referring to the Community Redevelopment Act. Yes, Community Reinvestment Act. Reinvestment yeah. encouraged banks to loan to people so they could afford to buy homes for the first time. Yeah, and loan to businesses. And, and uh, how are you investing back in your community? And, and, uh, and that skirted basic uh, banking and safety and soundness. Safety and soundness used to be, used to be made of, of what was called the five C's. And when my father and grandfather started in banking, there were five C's. And the first of the five C's was character. And then there was collateral. And there were conditions. And there were cash flow. Uh, and and, uh, and those were the basis of, of what uh, good lending wa- was made of. And, and eventually they wanted, didn't want you to consider character. Uh, and then as they moved along, it was only cash flow and don't, don't consider collateral. And, and things like that happened, Art. And, and, and those were probably the genesis of, of the deterioration. And then as we went along, you know, uh, we focused on a society that, that started to move credit into the consumer area and push consumer debt. And it was encouraged to uh, to buy and pay later, uh, versus the the old philosophy that that stemmed long before the 50s of of save your money and then buy, and that was good philosophy. Ben it was Franklin sound philosophy. Yeah, yeah, that was good philosophy back then, and uh, you know those those were those were good values, and and the country needs to get back to those values today if if we're going to resolve. This current economic crisis. So the crisis at its heart is a value-based problem. I, I think it values. is, you know, and 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 they've said this is a crisis of confidence. I, I disagree with that. I'd say it's a crisis of integrity. It's a crisis of integrity on on the banking side. It's a crisis of integrity on the consumer side. I mean, people who borrowed money that that they couldn't pay. That was a crisis of integrity. Uh, where's the patience? Where where is the value structure that says, you know what? Uh, to, to, to their spouse, to their significant other, that says, you know, we can't afford this right now, and that's okay, but we'll save for it, and we'll buy it in the future. I mean, that's the kind of value structure that we have to get back to in this country if we're going to fix the problems that we have. We cannot have every... We, we want people to have new cars. We want them to remodel their kitchen. We want them to have their homes. But it's okay not to be able to f- afford something. And I haven't heard that out of, out of the Generation X. The American way became get into debt and stay in debt and have it now. Yep, and, and, and it was encouraged by our political system in the laws that they made and the entitlement that they thought the American public was, was, was entitled to. And, and so, you know, those are, those are some of the genesis, I think, of, of the problems that have, that have attacked uh, our current economic crisis and now uh, attacked the entire world, hasn't it? has indeed and as you know I've been a depositor at your bank <clears throat> for over 20 years so I'm quite familiar with your bank's lending practices and integrity and uh, you, you have a revolutionary philosophy of banking you you only <laughs> loan money to people that can pay you back well, what a novel thought you know um, farmers and merchants has to watch out for itself and uh, and that's what we've done you know we're not Bank of America, we're not Citibank, 
and uh, Congress isn't going to stand up for Farmers and Merchants Bank. We have to take care of ourselves. And, and community bank, and ba the banking system as a whole has been run pretty soundly. I mean, we've been over-regulated. We've been heavily regulated. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, we basically run a pretty sound uh, enterprise. Uh, and we'll, we'll be taking a look at uh, some of the practices of the bank, but first we have to pause for these uh, messages. Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. The Port of Long Beach, one of the region's largest construction contractors, has work for businesses big and small. The SBE, or Small Business Enterprise Program, was established by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in 2004 to boost the local economy. Through this program, small businesses get a chance at big port contracts in the areas of construction, environmental consulting, engineering and architectural services, and more. To learn more, log on to www.polb.com or call 562-590-4146. The Marketplace Long Beach, where you can shop for a fabulous selection of merchandise. Dine out tonight. Shop in a relaxing environment. Explore all there is to enjoy at the Marketplace Long Beach, PCH and 2nd Street, online at MarketplaceLongBeach.com. The Marketplace Long Beach. For over 80 years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider, providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program. We are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring the safe and effective lap band system. Community Hospital of Long Beach. When you have a choice, choose the best. We're back continuing this fascinating discussion with Henry Walker, CEO of Farmers and Merchants Bank. Uh, F&M Bank has been in business for 101 years. Uh, every head has always been a walker. Uh, you assumed your duties uh, in the last year. March of 2008. F&M Bank is recognized as the strongest bank in the state of California and one of the five strongest banks in America. And I understand that recently you've had an on flow, an inrush of deposits. We have, we have. Is that a reflection of a flight to safety in these troubled times? It, it is a reflection of the, uh, the times we're in and uh, the brand we carry for sure. Uh, the times we're in, people don't know where to uh, keep their money safe and they're concerned and it shows. And uh, we have been branded as the safest bank in California because we are and uh, certainly in the top five in the United States and uh, thanks to good mentoring by my father, my grandfather, uh, our CFO, John Heinrichs, and of course my brother, Daniel. And, uh, and you uh, referred uh, obliquely to some of the principles in the first segment, but let's articulate some of the, the principles that, that your bank and your family live by. Well, we have a, we have a conservative uh, 
uh, conservative tradition, conservative philosophy in everything that, that we touch. We've been taught by my great-grandfather, my grandfather, and it's carried on through uh, generations, that our first and foremost responsibility is to our depositor. And uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing that makes us different than any other financial institution. Other financial institutions will claim that, but they don't run like that. And, 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 and the reason they don't run like that is because of a constant focus of ROE. ROE is important, which is return, return on, on equity. Investment. Yeah, return on equity. But there's also another measure in banking called return on assets. And return on assets is a, is a critically important measure. And, and the regulators, nor the industry, uh, has continued its hard focus on that. And that's a focus that, that, that was much more prevalent back in the 60s and before. And then we've slowly gotten away to return on equity. And, and, and it's not only been in the banking, it's been in every sort of investment in the country. And that leads to more leverage to get it, more ROE. That's exactly right. And uh, while leverage is a good thing for return on equity, it's maybe not a good thing for safety. And we've chosen not to be leveraged like other financial institutions, and that's why we're surviving and thriving during these times. Uh, our capital ratio, uh, capital asset ratio, is 15%, uh, and that is far and above any of the other banks that uh, we compete with and even the banks we don't compete with. Uh, and uh, most of the banks that took the TARP money uh, still only barely touched 10, 11% after they took the government funding. And, of and course, just for the record, of course, you didn't ask for nor receive TARP money. We need it. Yeah, we don't need it, and we didn't didn't take it. Um, so, um, <laughs> it's as you know, I teach ethics and law at Long Beach State, and and these ethical principles are so fundamental to what I've been teaching, and it, it's so reassuring and and uh, atypical to see a bank living and walk in the walk. And I also believe that the fact that you're family owned and not publicly traded helps you continue those values. Because it's been my observation that I call it the MBA mentality, the, the push for quarterly earnings pushes people to, to get highly leveraged and do things that are perhaps not in the best interest of the institution. Uh, it certainly is. And, and I think one of the things that, that causes that in our society, be it banking or any business, is the fact that the leadership in the organizations do not have any skin in the game. All they work for is a paycheck. Might be several million dollars, might be 10 million. You know, we've heard of the exorbitant amount of salaries that are paid for these uh, large, large corporate uh, bosses. But, uh, you know, they don't have any skin in the game. And so they're, pay they're working for a paycheck, and it's an exorbitant one, and, and they don't have the integrity to stand up and say, this isn't safe and sound for our customer base. This isn't safe and sound for uh, the people we serve. And instead, they let the board push them to do things that maybe they shouldn't, and the board is beholden to the shareholders, and the shareholders are demanding, and, and, and the board doesn't back its management on what's right to do. And so there's kind of a, there's a conflict of interest there uh, long term that has eroded uh, the financial stability. And you mentioned the bonuses and salary of the executives of publicly held banks are based on reported earnings, and we read about enormous bonuses and enormous compensation, and it turns out that those profits were illusory and non-existent. And now we have to bail out the very banks that have mm -hmm. been paying the executives these enormous bonuses 
with taxpayer money to prevent the banking system from collapsing, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's outrageous. It, it is outrageous. I think there, there's a level of bailout art that probably is justified, um, but it not continued. We have systems in this country for companies to declare bankruptcy, to reorganize themselves, and, and candidly, we have a good, sound uh, uh, legal system to deal with financial crisis. And I don't see the politicians leaning on that. What they're doing is they're continuing to exacerbate the problem by pushing more money out into the system. Uh, they're trying to shore up AIG. They're trying to shore up the car dealers, and they're trying to shore up the banking. Um, I don't agree with, with what they're doing. I think that uh, we have systems in place for the car dealers to reorganize themselves. Uh, there's some level of TARP money, I think, that is good for the financial industry, but don't keep it flowing. At some point, I'd rather see tax cuts come through and go down to, let's say, uh, the bottom 70% of the United States. Because you know what? They need to pay on their credit cards. They need to pay on their home mortgages. They need to pay on their loans. And when they do that, the financial system becomes sound. I've been to that. We have to take a break, but in the last segment, we want to continue this conversation and also focus on ethics and integrity. Phil Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. It's Big Red Bus. Our English double-decker buses offer large groups a fun, unique, inexpensive alternative to standard transportation. Bar hopping, weddings, sporting events, airport pickups, kids' parties, you name it and we'll help customize the perfect experience. We have open and closed top buses available. Both are equipped with custom-built bars, stereo systems, and a friendly hostess. Alcohol is permitted on board. For your next event or fun occasion, call Big Red Bus at 562-852-9888 or visit us on the web. Welcome to Maury's of Naples. Maury's is a unique store specializing in wine, spirits, beers, gift baskets, gourmet foods, and European specialties. Upon entering, you'll encounter a vast selection and a staff that is more than willing to assist you. Take time to look around. You'll be amazed. Wine and beer tasting is held every week. Visit maurys.com to get the latest information. Maury's of Naples, since 1938, where customer satisfaction is our top priority. Continue our discussion with Henry Walker, CEO of Farmers and Merchants Bank. Henry, you've referred to this whole meltdown as a crisis of, uh, of integrity. Uh, expand on that a bit. Well, uh, we, mentioned, uh, you know, we mentioned about uh, the integrity at the consumer level. There was integrity at the corporate level, for sure. There was integrity of uh, a lack of ownership for the investments that uh, banks were making. 
loans, uh, loans were made that were bad. And, uh, and, and if, those, if those banks had to keep those loans, they, they ne never would have made them. They could ship them to Wall Street <laughs> and uh, securitize them and this gravy train. No. But if they actually keep those loans, they wouldn't have made those The loans. only reason they made them was they could sell them on the secondary market. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so there was this conveyor belt that was established and everyone was making money. There was, uh, it, was, it was definitely driving the system. It was driving home prices. I mean, look at how inflated home prices became over the last 10 years and how it's jumped. It tripled. Well, now that's changed, hasn't it? And just for the record, your bank chose not to invest in subprime loans. That is correct. Why? Well, you know, when, about five years ago, our CFO and, and myself and my brother Daniel were looking at those investments, and candidly, it just didn't make sense. Uh, the investments in subprime uh, securities, securities backed by subprime loans, only bared an interest rate that was maybe 50 basis points more, or a half a percent more. You know, they should have been bearing 5% more than the going market rate. And we looked at that and we said, you know, what are we risking? And, uh, and the fact is, we don't know what they're really backed by, and, uh, and you couldn't figure it out. And so we just stayed away from it. We stuck with what we knew uh, because it was safe and it was sound. And uh, we took a little hit on earnings, but we wanted to run a safe shop, protect our depositors. Were some of your colleagues at banking conferences saying, hey, you guys should get with it, this is what's happening, and join the club? Well, uh, certainly there was that mentality, and, and it, both, it both went into the securities they were buying, as well as to commercial loans. You know, our farmers and merchants, we've really never lent more than 50% loan-to-value on collateral. It wasn't very popular for a long time, but that's again where our integrity stood and what we stood for and how we were different than other banks. We, we lent 50% or less on, on real estate. We didn't charge any points. We didn't charge any prepayment penalties. And what we ended up with was a conservative customer whose profile matched the same one we have at Farmers and Merchants Bank. And that relationship creates a safe and sound banking uh, institution. Amen to that and oh that other institutions did not follow those practices. Let's quickly look to the future. How are we going to get out of this? It's going to be a long road. It's going to be a long road to get out of this because we need consumers to go back and we need them to start saving money. Uh, we need them to pay off their credit card debt and uh, we have to adjust to the home prices and, and get the inventory out there. But ironically, if they save and not spend, the recession gets deeper. It's true. Um, the recession does get deeper, but that's what we need to do. We need to accept the reality that this uh, recession will be deeper uh, and that it will be a long time coming out and not look for a quick fix. And hopefully the politicians, I wish, would make the hard decision to communicate that to the public and uh, that the government will not bail us out of this thing. Uh, even though they're trying to, but we... We have to ourselves. We as Americans need to settle down, we need to save our money, we need to pay our bills, and uh, we will get us out of this, but not the government. And, but that's not the message Washington is giving, but it is the message that needs to be given. And I don't pick on Washington today, I, Washington in general. Both parties, all the politicians for years, have always tried to come in and say, we're here to save you. And... Uh, that's, that's not what we want. We want Americans to, to save their money, pay their bills, and get out of debt. So it comes back, Henry, as we finish up to values, ultimately, and mm -hmm. integrity. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to
to join us here. And uh, uh, as I said at the outset, I've known your bank for a long time, and and you guys walk the walk. And you, you act consistent with the professed values, and you also uh, privately uh, often give back to the community, which uh, which is uh, a very positive uh, aspect of what you do as well. So thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Art. We'll be back with the remaining portions of Straight Talk after these messages. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. those who are closest to you from our family to yours mccarty's jewelry since 1932 at naples rib company we've been around for over 20 years for a lot of good reasons our banquet and catering services our takeout and delivery and our great commercials food fit for a king naples rib company for a real meal and a family deal So we don't do great commercials. Find out what we do best at Naples Rib Company. As many of our regular viewers know, I teach ethics as well as law at California State University, Long Beach. And ethics and values are near and dear to my heart. And it's very reassuring to me to see an institution that does walk the walk and acts consistent with the professed values of the community. And uh, we, we, need more, we need more like that. So. Henry Walker, thank you so much for joining us, and congratulations uh, on your successorship to the CEO position. And uh, 101 years is a long time for a family to to own a bank and uh, to control a bank, and and to uh, and you've weathered uh, other depressions. 1929, you stood through that, and uh, values really do stand the test of time, don't they? Yes, they do, Art. Thank you so much for being with us. And thank you at home for joining us. Be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.